the Ramadan of Sheikh al-Hadith Muhammad Zakaria rahmatullahi alayh as written by Dr. Ismail Maimon and translated by Asim Ahmed, published by Madaniya Publications in August of 2010. Book 1, Chapter 7, Page 41 The Ramadan of Hadrat in the Blessed Precincts Hadrat spent some of his Ramadan in the Blessed Precincts. In his first years, he spent three Ramadan in the company of his Sheikh, Sheikh Khalil Ahmed Saharanpuri, in 1920, 1926 and 1927, the details of which can be found later under the section of Hazrat Khalil Ahmed Saharanpuri's Ramadan. After that, he spent the Ramadan of 1969, 73 and 78 in the Blessed Precincts also. The Ramadan of 1969 In 1968, the elders of Tabligh travelled together for Hajj as they did every other year. In their meeting, it was decided that Hadrat would accompany them for Hajj that year though he was unable to do so due to some tabligh-related matters. After their return, he intended to go for Umrah. Coincidentally, Sheikh Ali Mia was already booked to go for Umrah, and therefore in 1969, both Hadrat and Sheikh Ali Mia departed for Umrah together. In those days, I was working in Dammam. I boarded a flight from Riyadh and carried a thermos of cold Zamzam water with me for Hadrat, knowing he loved cold Zamzam water. When I presented it to him, he said, Oh, I'm fasting. Hadrat made a point of keeping his ablution and fast at every station of his journey in Saharanpur, Delhi, Jeddah, Makkah and Medina to Manawara. Hadrat suffered severe incontinence for a long time, but he still made the extra effort and kept himself in the state of ablution throughout his journey. On this trip, he stayed in the Blessed Precincts for eight months, including the month of Ramadan. Before Ramadan, Hadrat had decided he was going to spend half the month in Makkah to Mukarramah and the other half in Medina to Manawara. And Hadrat writes in his biography, Abiti, Alimiya and I departed from Medina on Sunday the 20th of November, which was the 29th of Sha'aban, at about 9am. Since Rabitat al-Alam al-Islami had provided Alimiya with a car, we went in his car to Makkah and arrived in Madrasa Salatiyah at 4.30pm and prayed Salat al-Asr. Most of the other friends came with Dr. Ismail and Malik Abdul Haq in their car. As is my habit, I stayed in the Blessed Precinct from Maghrib to Isha. We had only finished Isha and returned to Madrasa Salatiyah when we heard shots ring out, announcing the beginning of Ramadan. We were told that the custom was to fire shots to inform everyone of the start of Ramadan and that Tarahwi would begin half an hour after Isha. Despite that, when we rushed to the Blessed Precinct after attending to our personal needs in ablution, we found we had already missed two rak'ah of taraweeh. The tradition in both the Blessed Precincts is that two huffad lead the taraweeh, each reciting half a juz each. After taraweeh and dinner, it was my habit that I would go to Tanim for Umrah and perform one Umrah every day. Sometimes I would be accompanied by Alimiya, but he usually performed his Umrah during the day. I stayed in Makkah for 15 days and then departed for Medina to Munawwara on Wednesday the 24th of November which was the 15th of Ramadan. Daily Program In Makkah, Hadrat stayed in Madrasa Salatiyah during the day and at Brother Sa'adi's house at night. Everyone rested at Fajr in Brother Sa'adi's Masjid. At 10am, Hadrat went to Madrasa Salatiyah and prayed voluntary salah while the Muridin either completed their daily devotions next to Hadrat or went to the Blessed Precinct for Tawaf. The gathering of dhikr after Dohar 
were attended by locals and outsiders. After the gathering, some stayed on to recite Qur'an or complete their daily devotions, while others rested. Hadrat himself rested during this time. Before Asr, he went to the Blessed Precinct and recited Qur'an to one of his helpers, mostly Sheikh Ismail Badat. During this time, his devotees either performed tawaf or recited Qur'an. Iftar was immediately after Adhan of Maghrib. Hadrat broke his fast with Madani dates and Zamzam. There was about a 10-minute interval between the Adhan and Salah. After Maghrib and voluntary Salah, Hadrat left for Madrasa Salatiyah. As was his habit, he never ate anything, though the attendees and devotees did. After Hadrat attended to his personal needs and performed ablution, he departed for the Blessed Precinct. After Isha and Taraweeh, he returned to Madrasa Salatiyah, attended to his needs and performed ablution. He then sat in the car to go to Tanim and perform his Umrah. The Muridin and others also followed Hadrat to perform the Umrah, and after Umrah, everyone went to Brother Saadi's house and had a light snack of samosas, toasted rice, fruits, etc. Then Hadrat rested for a short while while the devotees went to the Blessed Precinct for Tawaf or rested for a short while. After about two hours of rest, Hadrat recited Quran in Tahajjud. Everyone came together at Sahar, and after Fajr, Hadrat rested while the devotees either rested or prayed voluntary Salah of Ishraq then went to sleep. On the 15th of Ramadan, Hadrat departed from Makkah to Medina to Manawara, and for five days Hadrat moved back and forth between his residence and Masjid al-Nabawi. On the 20th of Ramadan, after Salat al-Asr, he moved in with his helpers to Masjid al-Nabawi for the last 10 days for Itakaf. Besides the Indians and Pakistanis, hundreds of people joined Hadrat and Itakaf from South Africa, England and many other countries. Hadrat made everyone his guest and provided for their food and drink and other basic needs. The program in Masjid al-Nabawi was the same as in Saharanpur. Besides the gathering of dhikr that is after Duhr, Hadrat and the people in Etakaf spent all their time in their prescribed daily devotions. After Ramadan, Hadrat stayed for a few days in Medina to Manawara and then departed for Pakistan. After touring various cities in Pakistan, he returned to Saharanpur. The Ramadan of 1973 in 1973, Hadrat migrated to Saudi Arabia. As his intentions were pure and noble, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened the doors for him to obtain a visa, iqama, and citizenship shortly thereafter, details of which can be read in his biography, Abiti. It was Hadrat's rule that he sought guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through istikhara for every matter. He performed istikhara about where to spend Ramadan many months prior to Ramadan and then spent his Ramadan accordingly. This year he was told to spend Ramadan in the Blessed Precincts. He announced that he would not keep any guests except for three of his own full-time helpers. Everyone else was asked to arrange for their own food and accommodations. The daily program, program and routine of Hadrat was the same as in 1969. The Ramadan of 1978 This year Hadrat was extremely sick and weak. His visits to the Blessed Precinct this decreased significantly and sometimes his condition became so severe that many times his friends lost hope in him. The Ramadan of 1978 came in these circumstances. This year Hadrat stayed the whole month in Medina, residing in the ground floor of Madrasa Al-Uloom Al-Sharia, as he always did whenever he stayed in Medina. Hadrat's devotees came from different places. All devotees and attendees arranged for their own accommodations, though food and drink was provided by Hadrat which everyone ate collectively. Taraweeh was held in Madrasa al-Uloom al-Sharia and led by Sheikh Muhammad Ghardi Afriki and Hafiz Zubair. Chapter 8, page 
page 46. The Ramadan of Hadrat in Faisalabad, Pakistan in July 1980. Hadrat's friends in Pakistan had been insisting upon Hadrat spending at least one Ramadan in Pakistan. Since most Pakistanis could not travel to the Blessed Precincts or India for financial reasons or as a result of visa problems, Mufti Zainul Abidin was the most persistent that Hadrat should spend Ramadan in the masjid of his school. Therefore, after istikhara and other signs, it was decided that Hadrat would spend the Ramadan of 1980 in Faisalabad. Three articles highlight the Ramadan of 1980. The first is Basair or Ibar, a column from the monthly Bayinat by Sheikh Yusuf Ludianvi. The second is Ma'mulati Ramadan by Sheikh Abdul Azim Nadvi Mazahiri. And the third is Ta'athurat of Sufi Muhammad Iqbal. We start with part one, Basair or Ibar by Sheikh Yusuf Ludianvi. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made a beautiful program for his devout servants in the month of Ramadan. If anyone avails himself of the blessings of this month, it is the greatest means of achieving spiritual rectification. This is clearly elucidated in the Quran when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, so that they may become al-muttaqoon, pious and God-fearing. This is precisely why our elders and sheikhs put much emphasis on this month. It is something one will find in the book Akabir Ka Ramadan. There are still hundreds of people alive who have seen the spirit and liveliness of this month with Hadrat Tanvi, Sheikh Al-Islam, Sheikh Hussein Ahmed Madani and Sheikh Rai Puri. Hundreds of Dhaqirin gathered in the Khanqa of these elders, devoting their whole month in a blessed environment of recitation of Quran, Ashgal, the meditative devotions and isolation in order to gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For some time it has been the routine of Qutb al-Aqtab, Pole of Guidance, Barakat al-Asr, the blessing of the age of Hadr Sheikh al-Hajj al-Hafiz, Muhammad Zakaria Kandelvi Madani, who incorporated the nisbah and spiritual closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of all the sheikhs of his time to perform etakaf the whole month of Ramadan. Many devotees who wished to maximize the blessings of this month and avail themselves of Hadrat's blessed company gathered together around him at his abode. In the foreword of Irshad al-Muluk, Hadrat writes, For some 30 years people have been coming here for this month, though these numbers have increased dramatically in the last two or three years. Last year, more than 200 people sat in Etagaf. Since Hadrat spent most of his Ramadan in India, most of the Pakistani brethren were unable to benefit from this great blessing. But this year, Pakistan itself was honoured to sponsor and become the venue for this beautiful blessing. This year, as the signs indicated, Hadrat decided to spend his Ramadan in Faisalabad and reignite the love of the Blessed Prophet in the hearts of the people and rejoin them with their Creator. He left from Medina to Munawwara on Thursday, the 3rd of July, 9.30 a.m. by Saudi Airlines. After a one-hour stop in Riyadh, he reached Karachi at 4.30 p.m. and stayed in the Makki Masjid. On the 7th of July, Hadrat flew from Karachi at 8.30 a.m. and the plane stopped off in Multan for an hour and reached Faisalabad at 12 p.m. He stayed at Mufti Zainul Abidin's Darul Ulum in Faisalabad. Many of the fortunate attendees made their presence before Ramadan. Aside from the hundreds of daily visitors and those who sat in Etakaf for less than 10 days, approximately 200 people sat from the beginning of Ramadan and 500 in the last 10 days. My desire to perform Etakaf for the whole month of Ramadan was not fulfilled, but by the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I was able to sit for the last 10 days of Etakaf. 
Though the aura of blessings, spirituality and rahmah that envelop the environments of these blessed gatherings is not usually felt by someone like myself, even I quickly became aware of these spiritual subtleties, though putting them in words is beyond my capacity. The first thing that came to mind when I first came across this fascinating scene was of a river of Nur, and people drawing from this river according to however much is destined for them, some taking more while others less. The Blessed Prophet ﷺ said of the Dhaqirin, No such group sits who remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but the angels drape them, rahmah envelops them, and tranquility descends upon them, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions them amongst those who are with him. As I witnessed the reality of this hadith with my own eyes, I began hoping for the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for someone as unworthy as myself sitting in this gathering. The blessings and spiritual effervescence reached their peak in Ramadan. The light of the daily dhikr and recitation of Quran was cascading upon the gathering and Hadrat's blessed company was rejuvenating hardened hearts.